0: People. Indeed that is one of my biggest pleasure is always when I went to my home. So I think it is important to first understand what a healthy relationship with food is for us to know what it is not.
1: That's right. I can relate, I can relate. Yeah. So you could be your own farmer pretty soon. Who no. knows? trust trust me when i tell you there will always be challenges there will always be risks seems like we have a lot in common (laughs) (laughs) welcome to the let's talk agriculture podcast Podcast show and of course it's your favorite girl shanita hey beautiful people welcome to the let's talk agriculture podcast show where we connect you with the happenings and opportunities directly from experts across the globe. Now, if this is your first time learning about Let's Talk Agriculture, we are a public relations and communications firm from communications council to the agricultural sector. Do you want to learn more? Explore our services by visiting letstalkagriculture.com. So today's episode is quite simple. Let's talk about climate change. What are the challenges farmers are facing? What are the implications of climate change? And how can farmers really mitigate the risk involved? Now the seasonal climate prediction for 2023 was released by the Nigerian Meteorological Agency and I thought it would be amazing to share this piece of information to help our farmers prepare better as it relates to the rainfall, to dryness, to diseases, and so many more. I mean, lots of things that are, of course, affecting our plant season, our crops, and the rest. So join me as I welcome our guests for today's show, who will discuss in detail the implications of this report and how best farmers can or should mitigate the risk. Hello, yes, Thank you so much for joining the show today. How are you doing?
0: Uh, Thank you, Sharon. Um, I'm doing great. hope you are too.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. It's really a pleasure to always have you on the show because every time you come on the show, you always have something very, very amazing for the farmers. I mean, I see all of the stuff that you do and your dedication to the agricultural sector in nigeria so it's always amazing to have you on the let's talk podcast show where you can share your insights so once again thank you for joining the show
0: okay thank you very much and um uh, uh, like you said i'm always happy to share my um, you know uh thoughts with farmers of uh, making sure uh, their productivity is enhanced that's me once again
1: you're welcome it's my pleasure so i believe that you also came across the report very vital to the farmers i mean considering your work and everything that you do it is it is not um strange if you actually came across the report of course because i trust that you are always at lookout lookout for farmers and how best to help them just like you said to you know enhance their productivity and the rest so but before we get right into that let's get started with the challenges associated with climate change I mean what are the challenges that farmers are facing from your experience being on the field and working with farmers across different value chains what can you tell us on the climate change challenges climate challenges facing the farmers right here in nigeria i just want to hear from you from your own experience working with farmers in nigeria what can you really point out are some of the challenges that they face and um yeah let's take it up from there
0: so um thank you uh once again i think uh, challenges of climate change are quite glaring and obvious uh especially as they affect uh, smallholder farmers in nigeria as well as uh, food production in general um one of the obvious uh, impact or challenges of climate change to farmers and agriculture is actually flood uh, incidents whereby climate change um, you know uh, uh you know uh, promotes uh, the occurrence of flood uh, You know which 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 as well affect uh, our farmers and our farmlands. We have seen uh, last year uh, how flood um, you know uh, displaced hundreds of thousands of smallholder farmers in Nigeria, destroyed hundreds of thousands of uh, hectares, you know um, destroyed um, uh, billions uh, naira worth of uh, food and food uh, and food product, and how it. um, made farmers to actually uh, lost all their investment. So um, flooding is one of the challenges. Uh, Issue of drought also is one of the challenges. We have uh, we have um, experienced uneven distribution of rainfall for the past five years in this country. Um, You know, um, rainfall, rainfall schedule have significantly been altered due to the drought in the sahel region of the country um, another challenges of climate change is actually insecurity because climate change brought about insecurity as well. because when uh farmers you know uh you know are being uh, displaced by through the adverse of uh or through the impact of climate change they will be required to move you know moving or um you know their movement from one location to another will equally cause you know some social instability which at times lead to you know uh i mean social insecurity so this is also uh one of the challenges uh or one of the impact of climate change um on farmers and on agriculture another issue is the issue of uh you know uh Deforestation, um, issue of erosion, uh, issue of um, uh, low productivity of our farmlands due to uh, excessive leaching by the soil. What I mean by leaching is when um, nutrient nutrient element in the soil are being depleted uh, due to um, you know um, due to uh, or rather, through a process we call leaching, meaning movement of water from the top surface of the soil to the underground uh, underground water. So, because of uh, flooding, um, the soil is being oversaturated with too much water. Uh, when the water is being, you know, uh, uh, is being absorbed by the soil and the water is being transported from the topmost surface of the soil to the ground uh uh, i mean uh, to the i mean uh, to the ground ground groundwater beneath the soil it moves with a lot of nutrient elements so uh, that is also causing poor poor fertility of our farmland which in turn causes low productivity so these are some of the issues or other challenges of climate change on farmers and on food production.
1: Thank you for sharing your thoughts um, on this issue. Yes, I can definitely agree with you. Um, during During the flood, we did experience a whole lot of stuff. I mean, personally, I even had to interview a particular farmer right here in Bielsa State, you know, Who had over 3,000 beds wiped out (laughs) because of the flood I mean that was something really really terrible you you can imagine that he had um, workers rights I mean for such uh, a a large um, farm he had workers that he needed to pay you know people that were depending on him now that alone Cost something around uh, the livelihood of people as well. So, of course,
0: also... those 3,000 birds must be, uh, might be all of his life savings, and in a blink of an eye, he has lost it all due to climate change. So, of course, this is just one of uh, one among thousands of uh, incidents. Uh, you know, some are even worse than this. You know. Uh, uh, farmers uh, losing you know this is even just beyond smallholder farmers we have uh, a multinational companies who has lost billions in the blink of an eye we I mean uh, all Agri Nigeria Limited which is uh, uh, a multinational company that is um, you know operating here in Nigeria lost out more than 2,000 hectares of land due to flooding which means which uh you know, uh, which equals billions of naira. So, of course, the loss uh, was quite huge last year. And generally, uh, loss due to climate change is quite huge. And uh, that is why we must uh, put all hands on deck to ensure we address it.
1: Indeed, indeed we must definitely see how to address it because no no one is really exempted if we want to look at it thoroughly. So it is, it is more like we have to come together to really see how to take it forward. And I'm really impressed by the measures taken um, by the Nigerian Meteorological Agency by providing relevant information that would help because, um, I know some of this we can really you know um, deal with it. I mean, for for instance, I don't know how how fast we can start dealing with the whole issue of flooding. It's so. But if there are some measures that can be taken, I believe that we can still try to mitigate some of these um, challenges, some of these risks that are involved. So I believe that if we are able to put something like that in place, then some of these things can be, can be avoided. We can't totally avoid flooding, can we?
0: Um, well, uh, certainly there are certain measures we can take as uh, individual as well as uh, community and and even as government um, to address some of these issues the issue of flooding uh quite uh, is quite uh, something natural but um, we can we can mitigate it there is uh, mitigation uh, procedures we can we can adhere to which can aid us in, you know, um, reducing the impact uh, of the flood uh, uh, to our, you know, food system. For instance, um, we should, you know, government should be able to provide um, adequate and efficient drainage system along our uh, riverline communities in order to drain the excessive water that might come from the river or from the ocean, uh, which can, you know, can go a long way in mitigating the prevalence of uh, of, of flooding into our farms. Um, another issue is, uh, you know, government providing uh, good embankment uh, along the rivers, uh, you know, especially in the Riverine communities uh, to block the water from spilling over onto our farms, uh, you know, and uh, homes. Um, also, on the other hand, farmers can, you know, try to uh, avoid, you know, uh, areas that are that are, you know and that there are more chances of uh, flooding. Uh, You know, farmers must make sure to check histories of these locations. Uh, There are um, flood prone areas due to history, due to what we have seen happen uh, uh, previously. So farmers can use that data to be able to uh, you know, acquaint themselves with the ways of those areas being flooded, and try to avoid those areas. Someone might bring the issue of saying, "Okay, um, uh, you know, in Nigeria, the uh, you know, land holding by smallholder farmers is actually uh, very small. If you ask a farmer to abandon his farmland." will he get another available land to plant yeah there is that issue and that is why government need need to come in in order to open up and expand our farmlands you know uh, i commend uh uh, you know the initiative of reviving the national agricultural land development agency by the federal government uh, by the previous uh, administration even though not much has been uh, achieved uh, uh, i mean uh, With respect to the agency, but at least we are—we have come to understand uh, the importance or the relevance of such agencies in uh, supporting our agricultural uh, sector and production. And therefore, I want to use this opportunity to call on this administration to, you know, um, uh, i mean, support farmers, assist farmers by. Uh, open up uh, new farmlands, you know, and uh, I want to call on the leadership of National Agricultural Land Development Agency to please uh, heed to our calling in in helping the country uh, expand its uh, farmlands so that farmers can easily move away from flood front areas to, you know, um, farmlands that are uh, in a better place and that can that that and that there are no uh chances of uh, getting flooded. other mitigation is for farmers to learn how to plan their activities even if you cannot move away from such farmlands but of course we know by 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 you know previous data the time they are that such places used to get flooded so farmers to learn how to schedule their activity, you know, in such a way that they can be able to avoid such uh, such particular uh, period of the year, which is normally uh, the flood uh, um, um, period. And uh, it's normally toward the end of the rainy season. When uh, the water bodies are already saturated, and uh, you will have a spill over uh, of the water from such water bodies, so farmers should learn to, uh, like I said, schedule their activity, starting their operation on time, and avoiding late, uh, you know, late operation, in order to avoid uh, their farmland uh, getting 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 flooded. So I think these are some of the mitigation strategies that we can adopt, either individually by farmers or as community or even as government. Of course, uh, much of it uh, is being uh, required from the government and we know, um, uh, I mean, how slow things are with government uh, that is why I want to call on the farmers. to you know, uh, improvise in such a way that they can be able to protect themselves uh, against uh, this menace of flooding.
1: Thank you for sharing your thoughts. I I mean, if the government are really going to start getting involved to see how to help farmers to, you know, easily move their farmlands to, I mean, move to different farmlands when they are faced with such challenges, I mean, that's going to be a whole lot of um, intentional efforts. government has to be intentional about it because no matter even if they are so slow in doing things but if they decide to be intentional about it i mean some of these things would go as as fast and as smooth as possible so to me i still feel like i mean it's it's all about priority, right so if we prioritize these things then i think it will be a lot more easier to get it done because these are challenges and these are challenges that affect farmers and if we really want to see how we, how best we can fix it then we have to be intentional about it we have to give it that utmost priority but well i look forward to seeing how well the government will prioritize farmers and the agricultural sector at large really
0: yeah um that is very correct and one and, and of course um, that is why uh, the relevant stakeholders must uh, come together in order to advocate for these uh, solutions and uh, make their concerns be heard by the government and uh, in this regard that is uh, the reason why i would most profoundly appreciate what you are doing by educating farmers and um, you know Um, you know, uh, shining light on the issues that matters, uh, you know, which will in turn support agriculture by either providing solutions or uh, making the price of the farmers being high by either government or any relevant uh, organization. So we thank you for what you're doing. And I think uh, this is what we need. Uh, uh, This is what we really need. For all these stakeholders to come together and make our christ heard by the government
1: indeed thank you so much for for what you said i mean we'll keep on doing this and of course we'll still call out to more people to you know help us as the message so i just wanted to just um quickly just highlight some of the of these places i mean how best farmers can you know Work in that region for better for example i'm talking about the um some of those places um where rainfall happens you know some places in nigeria are predicted to have average amount of rainfall of which may cause i believe may cause some sort of setback for farmers in those regions so you know some places have higher rainfall some places have Um, low rainfall for example right here in Biasa rain is falling like every day (laughs) so how can these farmers really deal with it I mean for some of them that do not experience that much of rainfall and you know even our farming at this point we are still cracked we are still making use of rainfall I mean for to help with with our with our crops which i believe you know that in some other places they are now advanced i mean no, not so many uh depending on rainfall but i mean at this point many 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 places still do right here in nigeria and most of these places do not have so much of the rainfall why some of them they do so how can we just um how can how, how can you really say farmers should be able to deal with this can you highlight some of the places that experiences this low and high rainfall and how best farmers can, you know, just easily deal with such um, situation?
0: Okay, so thank you. Um, I think um, we need to go back to the issue of uh, uh, leveraging our comparative advantage. Of course, uh, the country is made of different, uh, uh, different regions with different, uh, you know, futures and characteristics. We have Sahel regime, which cut across the extreme end of the uh, northern part, starting from the northeast down to some part of the northwest, um, you know, which will experience the um, uh, I will say, which will experience the shortest rainfall uh, uh, in this year. Likewise, we have, um, you know, the rainforest region, which cut across, the, the, um, you know, south-south, down to some part of the southwest, which will experience the highest amount of rainfall. So, farmers must learn to leverage their comparative advantage. Uh, we should consider this diversity as a blessing. enable us uh, cultivate and uh, produce different types of crops and different types of food items what my advice to farmers is to first try to understand uh, you know the water requirement and nutrient uh, you know we are talking about particularly uh, for rainfall so the water requirement of the crop farmers Intend to uh, cultivate or to plant, you know, and understand whether if uh, if 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 uh, uh, the rainfall, uh, uh, you know, the expected rainfall in that area is suitable for that particular crop. If not, I will advise farmers to, you know, learn to. Uh, introduce some new crops that can be very much adaptable to to the vegetation and uh, you know uh, which will suit the amount of rainfall that particular area will experience Um, at the same time farmers must begin to learn to work with various research institutes we have in order to adopt uh, resistance varieties for the crops they intend to cultivate. Uh, Let me give you an example, Uh, you know, with a popular crop in... in
1: So guys, we've come to the end of today's episode. I hope you learn from this and I also hope that you get to share it with your colleagues and farmers around you because this is something very vital for them to listen and seek ways to implement Trust Media. So, so many, so many information, so many insights right here in this episode that you do not want to miss. So guys, check it out, listen and share. If you need more episodes, explore our website. We have over 70 podcast episodes that will be beneficial to you. So do not fail to check it out. And if you need anything around public relations and communications please feel free to reach out to us and if you need something around social media management or you want somebody to help cover your event mm -hmm, feel free to reach out to us we are definitely happy to collaborate partner with you and help you increase your brand visibility and establish thought leadership so send us an email to hello at letsookagriculture.com. And don't forget to share this podcast episode. My name is Sharon Idahosa and I remain your host.